Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with Rhino in the Element Wealth Studios uh, kicking off a brand new week guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder and fine music. And starting off the program this morning Congressman Trent Kelly. Good morning Congressman. Thanks so much for calling in. Good morning Gerard. Uh, glad to call in. I always love to be on Super Talk. Yes sir. So i got to start with this incredible paradox we had last week. Joe Biden is sipping champagne, (laughs) metaphorically speaking, on the south lawn of the White House there, sir, while at the same time the Dow is falling nearly 1,300 points, and they're celebrating what should be an economic achievement in terms of public policy, this so-called Inflation Reduction Act, How tone-deaf can we be here? It is amazing how tone-deaf they are, whether we're talking about inflation, him sitting up there taking a celebration lap while the stock market is crashing. I mean, people can't afford to go to the grocery store. They're having to decide between an electric bill and buying groceries for their children, uh, real wages. It it is amazing. And that's not even talking about the border and all the other things that they're tone-deaf on until until people start showing up on their doorsteps, and then it becomes a crisis. Uh, Hundreds... Uh, in, in, in Martha's Vineyard are, are issue, yet tens of thousands in Texas aren't an issue for these guys. They're just tone deaf. It is truly unbelievable, and certainly, as you point out, Congressman, the hypocrisy that's uh, uh, on display here with respect to Martha's Vineyard and, of course, Washington, D.C., with uh, Mayor Muriel Bowser there. These are the same people that were all in, all about open borders and and so-called humane treatment and just absolutely blasting the prior administration. The White House press secretary, as recent as Friday, still doing that, still pointing to that and how they cleaned all that up and fixed it. Why, Why are they opposed to helping out? If you're for open borders, shouldn't you want to help out and and help these people that are seeking asylum? 
Well, they want other people, but remember, all these are the same cities that were sanctuary cities yeah. inviting them to come, and now they don't want them there. It's like everything else they do. They say one thing, and they do the other. And this Inflation Reduction Act, so-called that they call it, this is nothing but uh, fueling more inflation, the president's student loan forgiveness, uh, helping out his rich buddies and all those who went to these Ivy League schools, uh, while our hard-working class people in Mississippi are not getting anything. It's just a tone deaf across the board. And they're hiring oh, 87,000 more IRS agents to make sure that folks are paying their taxes. And, and I have no doubt that they will target hardworking small businesses and Republican voters. Of course, and, and you know that's the case because there's not, a, not enough that they can uh, extract from the people that they think they're going to, or they're at least portraying they're going to go after, the so-called rich people in this country. You know it's going to trickle down throughout uh, all income ranges, and, and these are the folks that are going to end up being honestly harassed. And isn't that another concern, Congressman? Do we not, are we not seeing the, the weaponization of so much of the bureaucratic infrastructure, if you will, within our federal government, the FBI, the IRS, the DHS, uh, excuse me, the DOJ, it seems out of we control. Are. We're seeing a weaponization of that, and there's going to be an accounting. Hopefully, we'll win back uh, the House in the midterms and the Senate, and there can be some oversight over this. But I'll tell you, they're targeting Republicans. You know, they think they're going to keep us and silence us and muzzle us uh, by threats of uh, of indicting every Republican. But I'll tell you, we are go- we are going to take them to task, and we're at least going to highlight for the American people the injustices they are doing and the way that they are targeting Republicans. What's the environment? environment like, sir, in the U.S. House of Representatives? I mean, is, is, is there any interest in, in trying to work together on what might be the, the handful of, of common causes? It just seems like we're so polarized on everything. Other than the funding bill that they will try to pass this week, uh, there is no interest in them on working on anything that helps the American people. Last last week, we were talking about whistleblowers, uh, which is not really whistleblowers. It's so that their whistleblowers can whistleblow on our whistleblowers <laughs> and, 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 and discredit them in an anonymous fashion. Uh, they are not worried about anything other than the politics and the election in 2022. And if we don't get our folks out and vote, they are going to take back the House, and if they do that, I'm not sure that our nation can withstand another two years of the Democrats in charge. Well, I share your concerns, uh, Congressman. The Wall Street Journal editorial board published an outstanding article over the weekend, basically uh, going through the details of what is at stake and just how close we are to, to uh, enacting some ridiculously radical policy, starting with voting rights. That's like number one on the list. They want to get rid of the filibuster so they can ram that through, which would, of course, make mail-in voting up virtually at any time the law of the land across all 50 states, essentially federalizing our elections. This is incredibly dangerous. It is. that If you'll remember, that was the very first thing when they took the majority was their H.R. 1, the voting rights yep. thing. Yep. And it's not voting rights. It is setting it up so that Democrats win all elections. And, you know, and I have issues when you lead every time until they start counting votes after the election, and every time they get 90% of the votes <laughs> that are late, and they turn an election from you being four points up to being five points down. It is crazy. And we just saw what happened in Alaska with this rank voice 
ranked ranked uh, choice voting, yep. where sixty percent voted for Republicans, yet the Democrat won. Yeah, in the RCV voting process, and and you know, I'm sure you're aware, other states are considering implementing that as well. That structure. Yes, and, and so we've got to educate our folks that this is not a good policy. When someone who gets less than 40% wins an election, that is not democracy, and that is not one vote for one person. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. So the other thing that, that's on their radar is the PRO Act, which would uh, essentially eliminate the choice a worker has on whether or not they want to join a union in a union shop. I, I, listen, they're always about unions and always trying to do that, and we've seen that in Mississippi. What they want is to take over the workforce and be able to control who works and how much they pay so they can uh, have their cronies get the best jobs and do the least work, and we j- we're going to fight everything that they throw until we can take the gavels, hopefully, a- in January of next year. Let's stay optimistic. Let's suppose that uh, Republicans are able to uh, take over the House, the majority of the House. What do you see happening? Might we see any sort of proceedings uh, drawing up impeachment papers for the president, for, for Garland, Mayorkas perhaps? I think you'll see some of that stuff. You will see a lot of oversight first to uh, to make sure that we know who's done what. So, I mean, we're already starting oversight proceedings uh, on our side, but we don't have the subpoena power. So once we get charged, we will bring those folks in, call them to account, and I think you'll see some impeachment proceedings for some of these folks who have abused their power and abused their power of office to take advantage and to use it as a political ploy. It seems like, unfortunately, it's like the only tool we have to stop this, uh, this politicization and weaponization of these agencies. It is. Uh, all we can do is do the oversight. You know, yeah. we can do referrals to the Department of Justice, but we all know who the Attorney General is. And so our, uh, until we get another Republican president, it's very unlikely that this DOJ is going to do anything with the referrals that they're going to get from the House. But it's important for the American people to see the wrongdoing that they do anyway. Yeah, and before we go, you mentioned that uh, you guys are trying to figure out uh, a way to, to plug this uh, funding short. A shortfall. Uh, my understanding is we got about $47 billion we need to complete the year, the fiscal year, which ends here in a couple of weeks, September 30th. Uh, what's go- what can we expect this week? Uh, well, I'm sure they'll have something that has a whole lot of things that are not good for America in it. They always do. But the bottom line is, uh, if they can't do this, it's on them. They have the House, the Senate, yeah. and the presidency. And all of these failed economic policies are on the Democratic Party, every single one of them. Republicans would do well, I think, to continue to focus on that as we approach the midterms. In the meantime, the Democrats are focusing on abortion and Trump. Absolutely. Uh, but that's because they don't want people to know how much it costs them when they go to the grocery store mm. or that our, our fuel reserves are the lowest point since yes. 1985. Yes. Uh, they want to distract from what the issues are, but the American people know they are not better off today than they were when the Democrats took charge. Always good to talk to you, Congressman. Appreciate you joining us, and uh, keep up the good fight, sir. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. You too. Congressman Trent Kelly kicking off middays here in the Element Well Studios. Brand new week. we got a lot to talk about today. Stay with us. We'll come in right back.
The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janney King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janney King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JanneyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JanneyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. I'm here with John Ravenstein, and John, you sure seem to love what you do. What's not to love? <laughs> Working with diamonds and gemstones? Ever since I was a kid, growing up in Northeast Jackson, I dreamed of being a jeweler. You knew that early on what you wanted to be in life? I would ride my bike every day after school, mm-hmm. all the way down to my parents' store on Capitol Street to clean the jewelry cases, just to see every diamond I could. It was amazing. <laughs> like a kid in a candy store, huh? And right then I knew. It was either that or a rock star. I didn't know you could sing. You know, I can't. That's why I'm a jeweler. <laughs> I don't know, John. If you think about it, you got thousands of fans. Yeah. And women who adore you. <laughs> okay. You're a rock star. I guess you're right. And these, these are my Rolling Stones. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to two men in a truck, Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let two men in a truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are back with you in the Element Well Studios. Appreciate the congressman uh, coming on, joining us this morning. Rhino, how about your weekend? Uh, I wasn't long enough, but that's what you can say about most weekends. <laughs> well, uh, very true. Uh, nice weather. Got actually got a little warmish. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, not uh, too terribly humid. The heat index stayed lower than what we've been accustomed to That's sometimes true. this time of year. Interesting uh, weekend of football, right? Any thoughts about that? I didn't get to catch most of the uh, the Saturday games because an afternoon nap turned to longer nap than it was supposed to be. That's why I said it was shorter. But yesterday's games, what was it, two 20-plus point comebacks? It was wild. Yeah, it really was. Um, I'm trying to think of the game. You don't usually see that. Like, you see that on Saturdays, and you see some of the crazier stuff that we saw on Saturday on Sunday. Doesn't happen on Sunday. Not usually. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, A lot of folks not happy with the Saints' performance, missing the old Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. I think that's uh, pretty clear. Now, there was one game that caught my interest that normally wouldn't, then it was Oregon at BYU. More Oregon at BYU. So, hmm, this really didn't get a lot of attention. Actually, it, it was, uh, I believe, BYU traveled and played Oregon at Oregon. But the Oregon pit, that's what... <laughs> The university uh, describes its student section, the pit. They chanted anti-Mormon slurs. Uh, <laughs> pretty serious, like F the Mormons? Yeah. What's that all about? So there's video uh, gone viral now, right? Wait, I thought Oregon was... A liberal enclave, a bastion of liberalness. They're supposed to be more tolerant, right? I've come to the conclusion that perhaps the most intolerant ilk on the planet is the American liberal. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Religious bigotry in Oregon? Say it ain't so. What the hell's going on here? This is just not good. I was um, a bit shocked. And uh, it is true that they did follow up with uh, the obligatory tacit apology on Twitter. They say, this is from the Oregon Pit Crew, student section group, has a, evidently its own Twitter handle. To all BYU football fans in attendance at today's game, we would like to apologize for the actions of the students in attendance. We do not condone or support any hateful speech directed towards one's religion and are ashamed of those who participated. Now, I'll certainly acknowledge that you can't control every person, everything that comes out of their mouth. I get that. No, the... uh... FIFA regulations passed down because of the one chant they do after goal kicks for the Mexican national soccer team would say would say that's true because they've done everything from stop play yeah to threaten to remove points needed to get to the World Cup 
and Mexican soccer fans still chant a homophobic slur every time there's a goal kick. Oh, gosh. Oh, me. Well, hmm, interesting. On the ceasefire text line, Jason says, So Mr. Gerard Biden said the pandemic is over. I kind of agree, but why does it scare me to death that he said it? Kind of above his pay grade, isn't it? Yeah, this was on an interview, an interesting interview conducted. 60 Minutes. He also, he said a lot of other stuff, too. But one thing in particular that he said, if uh, I think I sent this to you, Rhino, he said about inflation, I thought was an interesting take. He basically got asked uh, about his approval rating, and but more importantly, he got asked a very good question about inflation. We have that? Yeah, just one second. All right. And and his response, I thought, was a bit curious, but it's not surprising. You got it? Here we go. President, as you know, last Tuesday, the annual inflation rate came in at 8.3%. The stock market nosedived. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just uh, 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 just an inch, hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it is good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you're like, maybe I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. But guess what we are? We're in a position where, for the last several months, it hasn't spiked. It has just barely, it's been basically even. And in the meantime, we created all these jobs, and, and prices have, <laughs> have gone up, but they've come down for energy. The fact is that we've created 10 million new jobs. We're in a sense we came to office. We're in a situation where we, the unemployment rate is about 3.7 percent, one of the lowest in history. We're in a situation where manufacturing is coming back to the United States in a big way. And look down the road. We have massive investments being made in computer chips and, mm -hmm. and employment. So, I, look, this is a process. This is a process. So, Rhino... <laughs> You can't see him the way I can. Rhino was predictably shaking his head when he started talking about the jobs. Look at all these jobs we created. You know, after we killed all those jobs due to COVID. He didn't when did create we start measuring inflation in inches? <laughs> That's right. Just went up an inch. <laughs> he did what the hell are you talking about, old man? Uh, this is an individual who has zero understanding, not only of basic economics, but of what it's like to run a household in America. He just doesn't get it. So he's bragging about the fact that inflation from month to month, which is an annualized figure, that's what he doesn't get. It's holding steady. Okay. At record levels. Right, exactly. And... You have to give it to Scott Pelley there, doing the interview, in that he tried to pin him down in, on it a little bit. In that moment. In that moment. But he gave up, which I think is kind of expected when you're interviewing the president. He's not going to really keep pushing him, pressing him on it. But the, So 
He turns the attention. This is what they're all doing. In the White House press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, does the same. And then she points out unemployment. They're focused on that. But the American people aren't. I mean, the American people get it in that, yeah, there's plentiful jobs. We still have an imbalance because we've got a lot of people not working, a lot of jobs open that can't seem to match up. But And that's the focus, right? And manufacturing, I don't know where that came from. I haven't seen any. And then, yeah, we just, we're just we printing more money to give to the chips industry. Okay, well, there's nothing noble about that, except you're not taking into account, account that, well, that's going to make inflation worse. You won't hear that. So it's the same old situation where you can't solve a problem until you acknowledge there is one. But you, did you also catch that? catch in that discussion, though, Rhino, it's almost like saying, well, Americans are just, they're just not happy after the pandemic. It's their psyche. That's the problem. You're supposed to be happy. That's what he's saying. It's your psyche's wrong, right? Oh, gosh. On the C Spire text line, by the way, a question... Uh, this was, uh, I'm sorry I didn't see this. There was a question that said, ask him what our Mississippi reps are doing about the water crisis. Probably not even concerned. Well, I would ask the question, what is the responsibility of the Mississippi congressional delegation with respect to the water crisis? Go print more money and plunge us further into debt because of failed management at our capital city, decades of failed management. I would urge the listener that thinks they're smart to go look at the map of congressional districts and see where Jackson falls. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit more when we come back. The Beatles with Rocky Raccoon. Stay with us. We're coming right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 92. Tonight, mostly clear skies, low around 68. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 95. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 71. And a look to your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's of Mississippi to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits each year. Last year, $1.5 million were raised for Children's of Mississippi, and more than $300,000 were raised for over 60 additional Mississippi charities. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson. Hello, Mississippi. This is Dr. Gary Jones, CEO of Vantage Health Plan. Back in 1994, I started Vantage with a group of local doctors who believe that patient health, your health, is our top priority. That's why Vantage makes it easy for you to get the care you need. 
with quality, affordable health insurance that puts you first. I know it's not what you usually expect from a health plan, but now you can. Visit VantageHealthPlan.com for more information. Vantage Health Plan, the freedom to live a healthy life. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Panola County Sheriff Shane Phelps has confirmed that investigators have acquired a DNA sample from a person of interest in the investigation into the origins of a letter that threatened the life of Panola County Supervisor John Thomas and his family. The Sheriff's Office is currently awaiting the results of the sample from a private lab. Investigators are looking to have the results this week or early next week. The threatening letter was received at the Batesville Courthouse August 16th. It had been postmarked in Memphis August 12th. The unsigned letter warned that if Thomas didn't begin road work at Enid Shores by September 1st, the writer would first kill the supervisor's family and then him. A person of interest was questioned and asked to produce a DNA sample, but originally refused. The person of interest then spent about a week in a Memphis hospital following a vehicle accident, and that had delayed the investigation. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa Devices. 
You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi in the Element Well Studios. We thank you so much for joining us. So, just back to this discussion about the Jackson water crisis. By the way, the water was declared safe to consume, and the restaurants have uh, announced they're serving it again. Now, question is, are people reluctant over that? Yeah, are you go trusting? from. Boil water weariness to boil water weariness. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, look, it's, it's, once again, it's a question of what is the role, I think, of the federal government, and the state government, for that matter. We had Senator David Blunt on, uh, on the show with Paul last week calling on the governor to call a special session to get together to, I mean, there could only be for one reason, and that's to appropriate money. Out of the state coffers to fix the Jackson water system. And so now there are many. By the way, uh, Time Magazine had an article published about the Jackson water crisis. And of course, they predictably attributed it 100% to racism. Specifically, said it was the white rich people that moved out of Jackson into Madison County. That's the cause of the Jackson water problem. But in the eyes of the American left, pretty much it's either one of two things, right? Racism or climate change. I mean, those are the root causes of every problem in society. Am I missing anything there, uh, Rhino? Is there, is there anything else you'd add to that list? Racism, climate change. And the patriarchy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's all man's fault. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, gosh. But yet, when you look at who came to the aid to assist with the, the crisis, I didn't see anything that looked like a specific race that was helping there, it looked to me like it was a pretty diverse group of people, of Mississippians primarily, that were coming to help their fellow Mississippians. Right? It was that Republican government that, by the way, the listener here says, the Republican-run Mississippi, and actually thank me. Thanks for not bringing up the water crisis in our capital city. Good grief. How many shows did we spend talking about it, Rhino? Three or four in a row. Seemed like it consumed. And it was, I think, appropriate at the time. But we made it very clear, our opinion, 
You need money? And Senator David Blunt said the same thing. You need money and you need, I'll quote the senator, sound management. As far as I know, the city of Jackson has yet to submit its plan as necessary to receive funding from the state through a grant program established using state-allocated American Rescue Plan funds. $450 million was carved out of the $1.8 billion received as a grant program to municipalities and counties specifically for water systems. That one of the eligible qualifying uses. That program administered by the Mississippi Department of Environmental Quality began receiving applications, plans for these matching funds September 1. Where is Jackson? As I recall, Rhino, when Senator Horn was on the program about a week into it, Senator Horn, of course, a Democrat who, who represents much of the capital city. I specifically asked him, and he said, to his knowledge, no plan had been submitted. you remember that? Oh, yeah. I think I'm accurately representing that. He also, I believe, informed us that $17 million of the $42 million received by the city of Jackson had already been spent. In other words, not available for the matching funds. That doesn't seem like a good return on investment, does it? Especially when you consider that, I don't know, the water may be the number one problem in the city. You'd have to put crime up there as well. But in the case of water, money is available for it. And, of course, you've got to also take into consideration the estimated $100 million of unpaid water bills. The Department of Finance and Administration estimates that the city could have taken advantage of grant programs at the state and federal level that would have amounted to over $180 million over the last several years. Nothing happened there. So once again, it's just the way we are in this country. I'm afraid how we've, where we've gotten to. Let's just go to the federal government get them to write a check as if they have an unlimited supply of money. And the same pe- many of the same people who call for that also say, federal government's spending too much. They're not fiscally responsible. Well, that's how we got $31 trillion in debt, because everybody shows up and says, we've got to have your help, federal government. And what do they do? Hey, Treasury, print some more. Need some more. That's how we're here. And now it's interesting to see that they're debating this shortfall, trying to get a continuing resolution through but to keep the government open for the remaining couple of weeks. On the ceasefire text line, first, I'm not claiming racism or climate change, but if you know it's mismanagement on the local level, then your state and federal reps should help the people. I, I'm not sure what you're saying there. Well, I think they have been helping the people. In fact, if the state had not stepped in, I'd argue we still wouldn't have any water pressure or drinkable water. Because the people in charge still don't have a plan. Still don't have a plan. So, I mean, the next step would be to take over the city, which the state can do. There's some hoops to jump through, obviously. It would require convening a special session. But once again, 
what should a U.S. congressperson do? I mean, what they could do is say, hey, guys, we need help in Jackson. Stick a billion in this continuing resolution for us. Nobody will miss it. And I argue again, when you got 435 reps doing that and 100 senators, you get $31 trillion in debt. Oh, it's okay. It's helping me. You guys over there, you can't have any money. That's how we got where we are. When are we going to stop that? When are we going to stop that? I don't see any interest in it. It's an unlimited supply of money. There's never, oh, let's see, before we do that, we got to make sure we got enough. That never happens, ever. There's never a discussion. Let's forgive student loans. Do we have the money to do that? No, but it doesn't matter. It's seriously. Paid for. It's paid for, right. Because we didn't run up as much of a deficit. It's unbelievable. I mean, that's the twisted logic that they're using. Ben from Madison says, I don't get the feeling Governor Reeves will call a special session. Just my opinion. He's given no indication that he intends to do so, and I agree with you. You know what would light a fire under that? What's that? City leadership coming up with a plan. Yeah, I would agree with you. That's a good point. If if they showed good faith... They called faith. a press conference 3 o'clock today this afternoon. Hey, we got a plan. This is what we got to do. This is what we need. Yes, Agreed. It'd be tough not to call a special session at that I, point. I, well, at least to talk about what is doable, possible, fair, equitable. I totally agree with you. But when you're just sitting back and you're taking no action and there is something in place ready to go right now, I just don't get it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The mayor of Jackson should have been first in line on September 1 when DEQ opened up the program, and should have slept in the building until they approved it. Seriously. I can't think of any better use of time than that. But here we are, two weeks plus into it, nothing. Maybe that's how we got to where we are, except it was two and a half decades, nothing, right? Unbelievable. On the ceasefire text line, if you can't dazzle them with your brilliance, baffle them with your BS, the administration mantra referring to Joe. Oh, but look at the unemployment rate. Look over here at the shiny new object. Forget that you can't put food on the table. You got a job. Yeah, but I can't buy anything. <laughs> Just unbelievable. The... Uh, by the way, we just got the data from the NAHB, that's the uh, housing industry, and uh, they just sent some data, just announced it about 30 minutes ago with respect to the state of the industry. We'll talk about that when we come back. Stay with us. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Janny King, the king of clean. At Batteries Plus, 
We power family road trips. We power bedtime stories. We do more than replace batteries and fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit us in-store, curbside, and at BatteriesPlus.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models, with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra available at the tractor store in Richland. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Innovative Health Clinic, providing personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy. Innovative Healthcare, helping you get your life back. Are you getting stressed out trying to buy or sell in today's real estate market? Hi, I'm Adam Moore with Four Corner Properties. At Four Corner Properties, we take pride in making your buying and selling experience simple and stress-free. With the foundation of our company being built on faith, family, and friendship, you can put your trust in our team at Four Corner Properties. So whether you're looking for a new home or looking for that new hunting track, give me a call on my cell at 662-528-2581 or at the office at 601-952-2828. Sit back, relax, and let me do the work for you. This is the opening agri-market report. The open at the New York Cotton Exchange is New Cotton was down 385 to 9541. March Cotton was down 387 to 9228. The open at the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were up six and a quarter to 1454 and three quarters per bushel. January soybeans were up five and a half to 1460 and three quarters per bushel. December corn was down five and a quarter to 672 per bushel. March corn was down a nickel to 678 per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up seven cents to 151.05. February live cattle was up 22 to 155.32. October feeders up 67 to 181.92. November feeders up 75 to 183.50. And at this hour in the open, Dow Jones is up 21 points, 30,843. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. As a native Mississippian, roots mean something to me. Knowing where someone is from, what they stand for, and understanding the measure of their character, that stuff matters. Which is why I trust Farm Bureau with their outstanding customer service teams and competitive rates to provide me with the insurance I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Allman Brothers. Ah, yeah. So, I believe the Queen's casket body has been lowered in the tomb. Is that what you're saying? And it's my understanding that only the royal family witnesses that in accordance with protocol. Is that correct? That's what I believe to be true, yes. Yeah. So I'm just watching the live scenes at Windsor Castle. I will say that I caught a bit of the the boys' choir. It's been around for a whole long time. The Episcopal Church, I believe, in England. And to be a member of the choir, you must have not had your voice break yet, right? So right. you're a youngster. And they do sound awfully good, don't they? For young boys. Incredible. Uh, on the C Spire text line, Republicans should use the same voting system as Democrats use. Well, I understand what you're trying to say there. Uh, just due to lots of overarching concerns about various irregularities in the 2020 election. But in the case of ranked choice voting, uh, it's, it's everybody's in the same deal. So all parties. And in the, in the case of once you get to the – and it differs from state to state that have RCVs in place. But uh, in the case of ranked choice voting in Alaska, I believe that was their, – their system is set up so that you have a primary – where all candidates of all parties are in the primary. Is that your understanding, Rhino? Yeah. That's how, because Sarah Palin was in it, I believe, with two other Democrats. It may have been more, but I know the top three, as I recall. So. I want to say she had at least one Republican challenger. Okay. But it's, it's really a. Because the voters for her challenger put her challenger one, right. the Democrat opponent two, two and right. her three. That's right. And that's how you end up with a situation where a Democrat wins. Well, the winner doesn't get a majority. It's, it's kind of bizarre the way it works. If you're familiar with ranked choice voting, it's, a, it's an exercise in math is really what it is. But, and there are more states that are looking at uh, converting to ranked choice voting as well. Yeah, it's even being sold as a cost-saving measure. Yeah, jungle primary, one deal. Done. Yeah, just all candidates in one deal. Choose your your first, your second on down the line. And if now in some situations, I believe you have to get to the fifty plus one, so they keep tossing out. Yeah. Uh, and it goes to your next selection until, and they do it again. Say, okay, did anybody get fifty-one percent on that or fifty plus one? Which nope. can happen at any stage. But that's yeah. right. That's right. They just eventually, a lot of times, get down to two where you're going to get fifty plus one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Charlie from Hickory Flat reminds us. I think we played the sound on this a couple of weeks ago, where the White House press secretary said they created ten thousand million jobs. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Oh, gosh. $11 billion. Exactly. <laughs> Biden is so oblivious, it seems, and he's supposed to be for the middle class, Stephen Gulfport. That's a good point, Steve, and I would argue that the Democrat Party is certainly no longer the party of the, the so-called middle class, average working person, etc. It's the party of the elitist. Look no further than Martha's Vineyard, where they got signs all over the place. 
endorsing BLM and proclaiming their tolerance of all peoples, regardless of their race and ethnicity and gender and gender identity, etc. Just don't send them up here. We can't deal with it. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Hmm. About this BYU game we were talking about, BYU-Oregon, where the Oregon students were engaged in chanting slurs and profanity towards the, the BYU faithful. On our ceasefire text line, same exact thing occurred in last year's USC-BYU game, which BYU won. USC quarterback was a Mormon. Oh, geez, this might be part of why Ole Miss got Jackson Dart. He's, he is a Mormon. I didn't know that. Interesting. Hmm. On the ceasefire text line, of course, Thomas from Greenwood wants to give the business to uh, Congressman Congressman Trent Kelly. I'm looking for it. It scrolled off the screen here. I'm looking for it. So we'll get back to it. Oh, here we go. He wants to know what Trent is going to do to fix the inflation he's responsible for by voting yay on the CARES Act. Okay. I um, I will address that after the break. We that's upon us right now. We got Super Talk News, Fox News coming. He also wants to know if Sarah Palin should have sat it out and a Republican would have won. Oh, that's interesting. I guess you could make that claim about every election. Well, if so and so doesn't doesn't run, then somebody else is going to win. Well, yeah, that's the way it works. Pretty sure that was a debate from both sides about Ross Perot. <laughs> exactly. News coming your way. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Karen McHugh. Pipes and drums accompanied the flag-draped casket of Queen Elizabeth II, which has now arrived at Windsor Castle. There, Britain's longest reigning monarch will be laid to rest following a private committal service. Heads of state from around the world, including President Biden, were in attendance earlier for a state funeral held at historic Westminster Abbey. Alaskans are in recovery mode after being hit by a typhoon. The remnants of Typhoon Murbach battled a thousand-mile stretch of western Alaska over the weekend, taking out telecommunications, power, roads, and runways. Several communities reported homes knocked off their foundations, the storm causing Nome, Alaska's highest water level since 1974. At over 11 feet, to no reports of injuries or deaths. Fox's Jeff Manasso. America is listening to Fox News. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has a large selection of all your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery, all 20 to 50% off, and for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, 
beans, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. With the midterms looming in November, politicians are ratcheting up the rhetoric regarding the ongoing influx of migrants at the southern border. Dan Stein, the president of the Federation for American Immigration Reform, says it's costing taxpayers about $20 billion a year. The costs are real in education, housing, health care. Uh, and there are things we could be doing with this money. I mean, we talk about this in the report. We could be hiring more police officers or more, more public educators. We could be providing school lunches for, for American kids. We could be helping communities in need, communities in Mississippi, for example. Texas recently sent buses of migrants to just outside the Naval Observatory in Washington, D.C., where Vice President Kamala Harris lives. President Biden says there's a process when it comes to handling migrants at the border, and GOP officials shouldn't interfere with that process. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are back as Ratchet Entertainment presents Blues Traveler and Government Mule live Saturday, October 22nd. Blues Traveler with Government Mule. Plus Bonneville. Tickets on sale now at twilightms.com for Government Mule, Blues Traveler, and Bonneville. Brought to you by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Did you know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind is the mandatory supplier of ratchet straps for the U.S. Postal Service? MIB is also the mandatory supplier to the military for their heavy-duty one-gauge booster cables. Good news! MIB is now offering our ratchet tie-down straps and heavy-duty booster cables to you. These quality-made products are made here in Mississippi by visually impaired and blind Mississippians. You can shop now at msblind.org. The Moss Point Police Department's K-9 Buddy has received a bullet and stab protective vest, all thanks from a donation from a nonprofit organization in Connecticut. The charity, Vested Interest in Canines Incorporated, provides these vests and other assistance to dogs of law enforcement and related agencies throughout the United States. A Mississippi woman has been found guilty of fraudulently receiving thousands in benefits from the state. 37-year-old Tiffany Cumbest of Jones County pled guilty to snap fraud before the Jones County Circuit Court. She received over 30000 in benefits between 2015 and 2020 by failing to report her household composition accurately to the Department of Human Services. She'll spend three years in prison, has been ordered to pay restitution, and has been disbarred from the SNAP program. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Wealth Studios, kicking off a brand new week here on Super Talk. So, this uh, National Association of Home Builders, the index just out, and it uh, dropped again. The expectation was, and, and it's a numerical rating, the expectation was 47. We got 46, lower than expected. And that's the ninth straight month that the index has declined, and it is a sure enough sign that the housing market continues to slow. Now, housing prices in general and the markets, they're very localized. So you hear people saying, well, yeah, I don't see that, you know, and where I'm looking to buy a home. And that's true. It's localized. But overall, across the nation, the home builders are talking about stress. They're seeing a drop in traffic, sharp drop-off in traffic is what home builders are reporting. And their sentiments are not real good. Uh, by the way, a reading, generally speaking, below 50 and we just, we just shared we're at 46 this month for September, indicates that more builders assess conditions as, quote, poor. That's what they're saying. Quote, buyer traffic is weak in many markets as more consumers remain on the sidelines due to high mortgage rates and home prices that are putting a new home purchase out of financial reach for many households, end quote. That's what NAHB Chairman Jerry Conter said in the release this morning. So we'll certainly be tracking that. Meanwhile, the market's up, down, up, down, up, down. The old kangaroo is jumping around, looking at the intraday chart. Started out down, opened up down, got into the green, we're down again. Down 50 points. They've been down as low as over 100. And it's just volatile. We've got the Fed scheduled to meet this week. We should get an announcement on interest rates probably Wednesday. That's what the expectation is. All indications are that we're going to see a 75 basis point hike. That is uh, what we're probably going to see 
And we've had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five quarter points. And then we had half a point in May, and then June and July, 75 basis points, 75 basis points. We're going to get another one. Most economists expect we're going to be at 4 to 5% on the Fed funds rate. By the end of the year, the 10-year Treasury is up. Uh, fairly good bit today. Well, actually, it's moderated. It's cooled down. It's at 3.48. Now, and that's important because that affects your mortgages, your credit cards, your vehicle loans, etc. The futures market now sees a 14% chance for a full point hike. Has been as high as 20. So it's kind of as we get closer, they're starting to feel more certain about the 75 basis points. Anyhow, a little bit on the economic front. So, oh, on the ceasefire text line, just do it already. Gerard Jackson needs you as their leader. Gerard ain't running for Mayor Jackson. Just want to be clear about that. A um, lot of work to do, no doubt about it. And I, I think, I've said it before, and I, and I stand by this, as the city of Jackson goes, we, we're all affected, positively and negatively. And definitely it, it, needs, uh, it needs help. It, um, it's not a good situation. The crime is rampant. Obviously the water situation the roads, the various areas that are blighted, just all bad. And it needs help. But I'll say it again, got to fix that procurement process to start making progress. Representative Fred Shanks got a bill he's dropped or working on in the process. See where that goes. It would prohibit this essentially favoritism and preferential treatment based on minority status. Speaking of minority status, what about the diversity chair at, um, the, at the Pentagon? I didn't ask the congressman about that. Someone on our ceasefire text line did ask if I would. This is Kalisa Wing, an Army veteran, the current Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer at the DOD's Education Office. Can you think of an organization now, a notable, sizable organization, that doesn't have such an officer, doesn't have such a position, in some cases a sprawling organization? I can't. What are they doing exactly? Will somebody tell me what they're doing? Because this person clearly is a racist who hates white people. And that's who we install in this position. So she's being called out, and the Pentagon finally, amid pressure, is searching. But she has a series of racist tweets. One of them, I'll read it for you. I'm so exhausted at these white folks, F-O-L-X, in these PD sessions, PD short professional development, this lady actually had the caudacity, isn't that clever? That's capital C, capital A, capital U, dacity, 
to say that black people can be racist too. I had to stop the session and give Karen the, in all caps, business. We are not the majority, and we don't have power. That's how she's thinking. Now, this is the DOD's diversity and inclusion officer. This, by the way, was from July 2020. Oh, gosh. She adds, we are not the majority, we don't have power, but she's worked there for 16 years, promoted into this position last December, and has a history of anti-white posts in her social media. But yet they hire. Wouldn't, isn't it sort of typical to nowadays, when you're doing background checks, before you hire people, you take a look at their social media? Because fools out there like expose their whole lives. You can learn a lot about a person. Then they get bad. It's not private. <laughs> That's what kills me. You put, you put it on a social media platform that's accessible across the globe, and then you gripe because it's not private. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so anyhow, the Undersecretary of Defense for Personnel and Readiness is going to take a look at this Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer's comments to see if they go against federal guidelines. Oh, we'll see. But it, it's, I, I can predict what the congressman's reaction is to this. I don't think he's a big fan of this kind of crap, shall I say. Uh, in general, but certainly in the military, and of course, he being an officer in the military, he's a lieutenant colonel, I believe. We have to think about that. He's, um, anyhow, I don't think he's crazy about this kind of garbage going out in the military. And by Major the way, General. Major General. Okay, my my bad. My apologies. Must have been recently promoted. That's a pretty big deal, huh? When was he promoted? Uh, that? I want to say that was December of 2020. Okay, okay. Well, I, my apologies, Major General. That's that is uh, awesome. So they knew who they were hiring and knew about her tweets before they hired her. She's the kind of person they wanted. I, yeah, I I hope that's not the case. But I fear it may be, honestly. And that, that is disturbing. Yeah, let's be sure and put a racist in the position of the diversity and inclusion uh, office, right? Um, and, and by the way, uh, I do need to clarify that it's a, it's a department within the DOD. It's not the entire spectrum of the DOD. It's th this education department. Are they responsible, I believe, for the schools on the bases? If I'm not mistaken, so forth. The education department. Anyhow, Chris from Oxford wants to know if you took a shower in the brown water <laughs> people were seeing. Thankfully, I didn't have to deal with much brown water. It, I mean, it still has particulate floating in it, but oh, uh, I just had to deal with low or no pressure. But thankfully, I have pressure back. Oh, gosh. But I'm still brushing my teeth with bottled water because brush it with the Jackson water and then feel like there's a film on your teeth. Terry's upholstery says, if it's contributed to racism, wouldn't that be making the argument that the race which was left behind in Jackson isn't capable of keeping clean, drinkable water? Racism just doesn't fly. Yeah, I've seen that same argument, Terry. It's a plausible and a valid one, I believe. We're going to step aside for a break right here on Middays. We're coming right back. i got to get back to Thomas's comment about 
the major general congressman in his vote for the CARES Act. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 92. Tonight, mostly clear skies, low around 68. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 95. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 71. And a look to your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 96. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. At Gateway Rescue Mission, we feed hungry people, we offer shelter to people seeking life change, and we serve as sort of a beacon of hope that says, hey, God cares for you. I'm Rex Baker. Rescue Mission work is not glamorous, but we do see lives changed. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. Find out how you can get involved and join God at work here in Jackson and at Gateway Rescue Mission. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janney King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janney King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JanneyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JanneyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's do We are 
back in the Element Wealth Studios on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. So we're just looking this up, this Kalisa Wing, who is the Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer of the Department of Defense Education Activity Entity. It's um it's it's essentially a department within the Department of Defense, and they are responsible for really just orchestrating, administering, planning, et cetera, the K through twelve education programs, which would be schools on bases, et cetera. So it's um interesting, but <laughs> just reading further about some of her tweets. She's got a selfie. This was from 19, uh, excuse me, <laughs> 2017. Says when your and woke and should be a and woke administrator in your 30s, you go to work in a four colon four four shirt, which I found to be I don't know what that's all about, but I found that to be the name of a song and an album by Jay Z. I don't know if there's anything crazy in the lyrics related to this wokeness or not, but she's boasting about the fact that she's going to work in her 444 shirt. I mean, it's just a album. I mean, right. The, the title track, 444, was allegedly written at 444 in the morning when Jay-Z awoke with guilt over how he had treated his wife and kids. Oh. Uh, talking about how he doesn't really know what to think of his womanizing ways or his affair, and now that his kids are going to grow up and what they'll think of him yeah. when they come to an age where they understand what he's done. It's like an apology letter. Okay. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe it's just the, the I don't know, showing that she's a fan of Jay-Z and is able to do that in her role, wear the shirt with his one of his, he says his best album, by the way. Referred to 444. Hmm. I don't know. She said, being uh, this is the Department of Defense Education Activity Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer, Kalisa Wing says, being anti racist means being active against racism. You will never arrive. Stop centering this on whiteness. She responded to a user on her Twitter feed who said, where she said, uh, did Miss Wing, I'm exhausted by 99% of the white men in education and 95% of the white women. Where can I get a break from white nonsense for a while? She said, if another Karen tells me about her feelings, dot, 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 I might lose it. You ever heard the old adage, if everybody around you is an a-hole, maybe it's not everyone around you? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Had to be had to use the old Karen. Anyhow, all crazy. No doubt about it. So so Thomas makes the point that the congressman voted for the CARES Act. This was the two point two trillion dollar coronavirus relief bill passed under Donald Trump March of twenty twenty. And this is the one that had the PPP in it, the enhanced unemployment benefits, all kinds of helicopter money in the form of stimulus checks and money to schools. And I mean, just go down the list. 
a lot of which hasn't even been used by the schools. Right, much of which is still sitting there. So two point two trillion it at all. I saw that, and, and but asking for more, which right. is nutty. Um, so yeah, this is a debate that's worth having. But uh, and we should also point out that the vote on and this is what's crazy. Let me start with this. So we have Thomas, who is not happy about the vote and the pa- the passing of that bill. which no doubt contributed to inflation. There was another $900 billion bill just prior to that, more of an emergency measure. So you got $3.1 trillion in the span of two or three months in 2020. Just debt, essentially, because we don't have the money for that. Then you got the Fed going on a bond-buying binge to infuse liquidity into the monetary, into the banking system, another $2-$3 trillion. So all said and done under Trump got about $6 trillion of money we don't have. No doubt about it. president signed off on it, supported it, architected largely by the Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Mnuchin, and uh, the PPP plan was, was really his brainchild. So no doubt a contributor. On the other hand... You had a lot of uncertainty, and you had governments shutting businesses down. Happened here in Mississippi. Order after order after order, as you recall. Of places that restaurants couldn't open. Sporting events. Go down the list. And so this was an effort on the part of the government to compensate for that. Well, so what you got was an incredible increase in the deficit, in the debt, and then you get the Democrats who come along and say, look what Joe Biden did. He reduced the deficit his first year by $300 billion because that Mino Trump increased it by $2.8 trillion. Uh, excuse me, $3.1 trillion. Biden reduced it to $2.8. True story. It did occur. But that's because of all this additional spending. What they will never tell you is that every Democrat in the Senate voted for it, and all but three in the House did. So the CARES Act, to be honest about it, you have to, if if that's what your grievance is, Thomas, and I think you know this and you probably would agree, I'm maybe speaking on your behalf here and you can tell me if I'm wrong, you would want to see everybody explain their vote there, and and more importantly, my guess is you'd like to see them all replaced. Well, that would be every U.S. Senator and every member of the House except six, because six voted against it. 419 voted for it. All of Mississippi's delegation in the Senate and the House supported those measures under Trump. So I I find it just kind of laughable that the Democrats point to Trump as running up the deficit while it did occur under him. Every Democrat but three voted for it. They don't seem to take responsibility because they know the average person out there doesn't even really comprehend what we're talking about here. They don't think of it that way. They don't like think about the Congress being involved. It's always the president. It's just the way it is in our country. So, 
My guess is if you were to ask the congressman about that, he'd say, well, yeah, we shut the country down. Certainly state and local governments did. To some degree, the federal did. And we felt like we had to provide some degree of aid to Americans, so we signed off on this bill. I personally believe that if that if we'd have left it there and wouldn't have passed the $1.9 trillion American rescue plan right out of the chute for under Joe Biden, which as I recall got zero Republican support in either chamber, I think you'd see you'd still see some inflation as a result of the CARES Act, as Thomas points out. But it'd probably be half of what it is. It's my opinion. I think that that the impact of fanning the flames of a recovering economy, the timing was terrible of the um, of the American Rescue Plan. The CARES Act economy had pretty much shut down, so infusing that money into it had an impact and was destined to have an impact long term, but to a much lesser degree than when you pour gasoline on a hot fire, so to speak. And that's what happened with the American Rescue Plan. Now, I'm not making excuses for the CARES Act. I'm just explaining what I believe to be the analysis, a fair analysis of the economic impact of those uh, measures. But both parties got to take responsibility for the CARES Act. And it's really... The bigger question is, did we need to shut the economy down and take all those drastic measures in order to bend the curve, right? Is that what they said? Did I get that right? Flatten the curve. Flat, I always say bend. I don't know why. It's more of an economic term. Flatten the curve. The question is, did, was that necessary? I don't know. I, it would seem today that maybe it was a bit misguided and overreacting, but who could forget Right here in Mississippi, our governor regularly, right? Regularly addressing the whole state. Here's what we're going to do is order after order. I remember people saying, I can't get my hair cut. Remember that? I had to have somebody come to my house and cut my hair. We're coming right back half an hour, and then we got Super Top Mississippi Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. How can RJ Young help you? with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from experience. Believe me, you need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing is available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. 
Street. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night, Monday. Enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. We believe you can't put a price on love. That's why we built a better way to buy a diamond. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the selection of diamonds, diamond engagement rings, and wedding bands, you'll find it in average jewelry stores. Beautiful, affordable engagement rings she'll love, complete with your center diamonds starting at less than $1,000. Case after case of gorgeous rings, all priced $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 and up. And with Juniker's flexible financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little as $84 a month with approved credit. We have an engagement ring for every couple. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. It doesn't matter who you are, what your budget is, or where you are in life. If you're in love, we have a diamond engagement ring for you. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta, we're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. With the midterms looming in November, politicians are ratcheting up the rhetoric regarding the ongoing influx of migrants at the southern border. Dan Stein, the president of the Federation for American Immigration Reform, says it's costing taxpayers about $20 billion a year. The costs are real in education, housing, health care. Uh, and there are things we could be doing with this money. I mean, we talk about this in the report. We could be hiring more police officers or more, more public educators. We could be providing school lunches for, for American kids. We could be helping communities in need, communities in Mississippi, for example. Texas recently sent buses of migrants to just outside the Naval Observatory in Washington, D.C., where Vice President Kamala Harris lives. President Biden says there's a process when it comes to handling migrants at the border, and GOP officials shouldn't interfere with that process. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. Join Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. 
you know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Bring it on! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on! On Super Talk Mississippi. A.K.A. Grand Funk Railroad. Man, I used to play that one on the drums. I, I worked so hard to get that one down. <laughs> Put the cowbell in there. So cool. Such a great song. Just three. Three musicians. Guitar, bass, and the drums. I want to say it fluctuated a little later in their career to a couple more on the road, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. They did. But in general, all the classic music Pretty much made by the three of them, and that was it. Incredible. Very, uh, there was one of their albums I never forget came out, was entitled E Pluribus Funk. In the album jacket, <laughs> you could go look it up, it was in the shape of a coin. It was round, it was so unique, silver, and kind of embossed, you know. <laughs> e Pluribus Funk. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And uh, I don't know. Good tune, though. So we're back, though, in the Element Well Studios. So we're talking about this inflation nightmare that's killing us all, except the president and the Democrats seem to be rather oblivious to it, don't seem to be paying a lot of attention to it, and pretty much dismissing it, I think it, was, it would be fair to say. Um, but... People, on the other hand, I think they kind of know what the heck's going on. And they're not uh, none too happy. This is what I don't get. The president's poll numbers have actually been improving. And that's a little hard to understand. Um, because when, when he's polled, I think he's at 46%, if I'm not mistaken, Approval? Still underwater, but that's up from what it was at 38, 39, not too long ago. But when polled, when voters are polled about, more specifically, on the president's handling of key issues, he doesn't do very well. But yet overall, so I have a theory. It's the Trump effect. I think Trump is so disliked. There's such deep contempt for him that it's helping Biden. 
he's actually helping Biden. The more he's active, the more he is out and about and in the media, in the news, in the spotlight. In some twisted way, I actually think that's helping Biden. But cost of living, he's upside down. The president, 65% disapprove, 30% approve. Border security, 54 to 36, disapprove, overapprove. Economy, 58 to 40. The foreign policy is where he scores the best, and that's 52. Disapproved to 42. He's upside down in every major category. Kind of hard to believe. Trump's favorability, depending on whose polls you look at, but they're fairly consistent. Negative 54%, positive 34 the other one that's helping Democrats, and there's some out there who are now prognosticating that they're going to keep the Senate maybe improved by a seat or two, though individual polls show some, some good news, I think, for Republicans there. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania, neck and neck with Fetterman. They've agreed to a debate. There's some specific requirements that uh, were put forth by Fetterman. I haven't actually looked into those, but I know that he had some specific requirements there. Looking better. Neck and neck in Georgia, Herschel Walker and the communist Warnock senator. Nevada actually looking up. The really interesting one is in Washington State, Patty Murray, who's just an unhappy person. Have you ever seen her smile, laugh? They generally don't anyhow. Have you ever noticed that about just Democrats and liberals? Why are they so unhappy? Just unhappy. Always in a melancholy sort of mood. Never smile. Never laugh. She's the worst. I mean, she just looks so sour. But she's got a Republican challenger from the more rural areas of Washington, which are completely different than Seattle and the suburban population centers. The rural areas, more like it is here. So this challenger, Tiffany, her last name escapes me, from Pasco, Washington. She describes herself as just a farm girl. She's called on the senator to debate her. She won't. She says, what's she afraid of debating this farm girl about? I love it. Tiffany Smiley. Smiley, yeah. There you go. Who... Uh, Really, I've seen her interviewed a couple of times. She talks just good old common sense. She actually smiles, too. I noticed that about her. And she's an attractive lady. She smiles. Patty Murray, she's never smiled. She's like a cartoon character. <laughs> just unhappy all the time. Hmm. Kirk from Columbus. The water problem in Jackson is nothing new. Two years ago, the Holiday Inn was passing out bottles of water for their customers to use. And you're absolutely right, Kirk. The water problems have persisted for quite some time, decades, honestly. Boil water notices are regular occurrences. I think I saw a report where like 750, you seen a number that quite that high? Yeah. Boil water notices over like a 10-year span or something. It's common. I think it's days under boil water notice, but yeah. Okay, okay. But it's it's regular. Yeah. Um, so, but 
this latest situation where we completely lost pressure and the water got hideous, honestly. It's probably the worst, but it's a culmination of decades of neglect, and it's obviously getting worse by the day. It's not getting better. By the way, just released a, a uh, an announcement a couple of hours ago that um, Hemphill Construction, chosen as the project manager for the OB Curtis water treatment plant. Now, this is not by the city. I believe this is by MEMA, which is paying for the work and therefore administered the bid. Infield construction, hot off the press. But totally agree with that. Let's promote Black Spring Break on the island, says David on the ceasefire text line, talking about Martha's Vineyard. Delbert Hoseman should run for mayor of Jackson. Then Gerard can run for lieutenant governor, says Ben from Madison. The uh, the lieutenant governor does live in the city of Jackson. He's a longtime resident. I actually attended a fundraiser for Auditor Shad White in uh, in Jackson last week. It really a nice home there. So, and the road was better. I'll say that they've done some paving in that northeast part of the city. So desperately needed because you literally had to dodge the potholes, and it's two lane with no no shoulder. Or curb, so it's kind of difficult to navigate through there. It's not Democrats versus Republicans any longer. It's Americans versus anti-Americans. Just joking, but it does look that kind of way on the ceasefire text line. Yeah, I hear you. Jason says I despise Trump, but he was absolutely correct about the flattening the curve thing. The two weeks or so bought us a couple of months, and in that time we got PPE to hospitals, my VA clinic that I volunteer at, expanded overflow space and implemented plans. That saved a lot of lives, including non-COVID. But when that holiday wave hit us all in the mouth, blue states just went stupid with it, especially after vaccines were available. Yeah, I think there was overreaction. I mean, I think there's reaction, and some would argue our governor's reaction was was pretty much down the middle, not not too uh, onerous. And uh, I, I think most people, I could be wrong about that, but it. Um, I just remember folks complaining about no barbers. Remember that? And uh, no stylus. Shut all those folks down. That was kind of a, that was a tough deal. But I just remember that being like one of the main complaints. Hmm. And Thomas and Greenwood says, how many were treated in those tent hospitals? Look, I think when they set the tent hospitals up in the blue states in particular, and remember Trump sent the, the ship and ventilators, I, honestly, I think that was, once again, a political decision. No, I couldn't possibly use any assets that Trump sent because... It, it might show him in a good light, you know, and it might boost his political fortunes. Seriously, that's sad. That, that, but yet, it's these same people, right, that are saying that Republicans, DeSantis and Abbott, are um, they're politicizing humans by sending them on air-conditioned buses to Martha's Vineyard. Like, there could be a worse place you could have to go to, right? So hypocritical. We're coming right back with a final segment on Middays.
Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is a midday agri-market report. The National Pork Producers Council spotlights risk if the Supreme Court does not toss out California's Proposition 12. The NPPC leaders are highlighting how the case would affect farmers nationally if the Supreme Court upholds the law. Pork producers and other farmers nationally would be faced with meeting multiple conflicting state welfare standards if the U.S. Supreme Court lets California's Proposition 12 stand, that according to the National Pork Producers Leaders Council. The Supreme Court will hear arguments from the National Pork Producers Council and the American Farm Bureau Federation on October the 11th against the state of California and the Humane Society of the United States over California's Proposition 12. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. From the ground up, from the grassroots. That's how we began in 1922, and that's how we do things today. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. 100 years of farming, ranching, and supporting our 180,000 member families. From our state capital in Jackson to our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Creating policy, advocating for a better way of life for all Mississippi. We've been there through the tough times when Hurricane Katrina blew ashore. There is extensive damage on U.S. 90. Triumphant times, winning the right to vote to protect private property rights for Mississippians. We introduced benefits like our insurance in the 1940s and fought to stretch broadband internet service from DeSoto County to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So, from the ground up, not just a farm organization, 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. 
Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone to midday's final segment. We've got Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors coming up next. Ricky Matthews hosts that. I'm headed to Atlanta, Georgia, after the show today for the State Policy Network. Hot Atlanta. Annual event, yeah. Quick trip over there. Dinner tonight. It's it actually gets kicked off today and extends through Thursday. I'll be there. Tonight uh, for for some meetings and a dinner, and then tomorrow for a a meeting with uh, some important folks that have an interest in our work in Empower Mississippi. So uh, looking forward to that. Going to join my friends Russ Latino and Grant Callen. Been on the show before over there. It takes some time to go to the Coke Museum and drink the drinks from around the world. (laughs) Yeah, I've been, but not, not on this time. Not on this visit. Weird so. yellow liquid that tastes like licorice. What is this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Quick in and out. Mandy be filling in tomorrow. And then back in the studio Wednesday, Thursday, and headed up to New Albany, Mississippi, for the Tallahatchie River Festival this coming Friday. Looking forward to that. So uh, Jeff in Forest County says... Rupert Murdoch is already pivoting to Death Santis. What do you mean by that, Jeff? Obviously, you're not a big DeSantis fan, and so you've had to mangle his name somewhat. What What do you mean by that? Is he killing people? Are you aware of that? Is he killing people? You mean because he put them on a bus or an airplane and sent them to Martha's Vineyard? No, remember the Death Santis nickname came about when he started letting people actually live their lives under COVID. Oh, they let him go to the beach. Yeah. Super spreader. Thousands are going to die. They're on the beach. No masks on. Did anybody die from COVID? Not that I remember. Jeez. When are they ever going to acknowledge that the policies were more destructive? No doubt about it. That would require a leftist or a Democrat to be introspective, and they don't do that. They just blame, blame, blame. Yeah, it's because it's easy, and it seems to to resonate. Nancy was able to go to her stylist without a mask even, says Darren and Jackson. Yeah, after she <laughs> glutted out on ice cream from her $25,000 refrigerator. There's so many examples, aren't there not? And we, I think we got most of them, the rules for thee but not for me stuff. Gary in the Berg says, was the question to Biden, we played the sound earlier, on inflation a plant? The answer was way too well rehearsed and perfect to reach the low information voters. Smell a rat on this. 
You know, Gary, it's interesting you say that because when I watched that video for the first time, I had the same thought about, this seems like he's way too cogent and responding way too clearly and succinctly. It does feel like that. I'm with you on that, Gary. Now, I don't have any evidence of it, but just contrast that to what you typically get from the president with all the stummer and stattering and mispronunciations and so forth. It is a little weird. Interesting. John and Carnes says, let them eat cake. <laughs> Can I get an air-conditioned bud to Martha's Vineyard bus to Martha's Vineyard? It, is, it really is ridiculous. It, it's, it's not like you're shackling them and chaining them up and beating and whipping them. You're putting them on these cruising buses or airplanes that are pretty dang comfortable, like what the rest of us Americans transport ourselves on. And they're only been out of shape because it's Republican governors sending them to Democrat-run sanctuary cities. And they had nothing to say about the Biden administration doing the same exact thing for the entire time they've been in office. In the cloak of darkness. So as to deceive and disguise. And the Democrat, the Democrat leaders of the city of El Paso, inundated, obviously, given their geographic location. They're sending busloads. They're saying we can't do it. We need help. I, I guess what I don't understand, if you're for this open borders asylum policy, shouldn't that apply to all 50 states? Shouldn't all 50 states pitch in to help, if that's the case? But that also assumes that every single person that's coming across that border is escaping some really bad situation that is no doubt happening in Venezuela, and we should at least talk about that. But we also know that's not what's happening. That's just a ruse. That's just disingenuous. We are out of time here on a Middays on this Monday. Don't forget Monday in the studios tomorrow. I'm back with you Wednesday, Thursday, and then in New Albany on a Friday. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Talk Mississippi Media Production.